happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, let's roll. You know how we do it. The morning after has have begun. Get on the grid. Sports grid. I'm Marenzi. Throwing it down studio. 34 Midtown Manhattan. Joe Ranieri in Miami, uh, Florida. A uh, spirited start uh, to the program. Thanks, uh, Shad, for the update. Um, if you're just joining us on uh, the Sports Byline affiliates, what's up? We haven't forgotten you. Um, I know, like, basically all of our affiliates and uh, TV and uh, everything else, you guys don't get uh, the updates. Uh, but uh, Sean G uh, doing a solid uh, job out here this morning. Uh, college football rankings are out. College basketball is back. Uh, so uh, the uh, the college uh, sports landscape uh, takes uh, center stage. Um, we've got uh, Cam Stewart going to be stepping up and in. People always enjoy a visit from Cam. I know I do. And uh, you know, there's some really uh, there's some really really interesting stuff uh, from ESPN. Uh, they did a um, NHL players poll, and I look forward to Cam's reactions uh, from the players poll. And I really, you know, I'm a pretty beaten down, bitter, jaded, angry, uh, vindictive, and petty person. And um, even if I think something's funny, I don't really laugh. It's probably a problem that I have, uh, Joe. You know what I mean? Like, I'm rarely like, ah, like, I'm not the type of guy, oh, <laughs> like, I, I, I just don't have it in me. Like, I might smirk, but I'm like the type, like, that, like, I won't laugh, but inside I'm like, that's really funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, it's, I guess it's just who we are. I do smile, but I'm not a, like a laugh out loud type of guy. But this morning, um, I took the ferry and, and I'm reading, uh, I'm on my phone and I'm reading the NHL players poll. And I literally, like, laughed out loud, like, three times where people were, like, looking over at me and stuff. And, like, I couldn't stop. Like, I was chuckling away the whole time I was reading it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll share some of it uh, with, you know, listen, it's not uh, groundbreaking uh, type of stuff. But the talk about cocaine had me, like, in stitches, all right? <laughs> like, exactly. Like, and as somebody that grew up playing hockey, as somebody that grew up playing hockey, like, the answers are so Canadian. Like, it might as well have been Bob and Doug answering this stuff. And it was just, it was just freaking gold, man. Like the answers are gold. Uh, Buffalo and Winnipeg, you're not going to be happy though. <laughs> Get on the grid. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40. Your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text 
youth to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Money Now 100 is not a lender broker or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement? money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Give it up for the bookie the bookie the bookie. Why did I bet so wrong? All right, morning after has begun. Get on the grid. Zumo TV channel 719. I'm Moretzi. That's the morning after the uh, beginning of a, a very long college uh, basketball campaign. And uh, we did some preaching yesterday on game time decisions about how it's a marathon and not a sprint and you don't want to go crazy out of the gate and don't bet on too many games, which was all very sound advice. You guys are all, always asking for a gambling um, gambling uh, university uh, classes on the show. Well, uh, here, here it is. That uh, college basketball, if you put it in perspective, so uh, here we are now, what was it, November the 5th uh, when it started? Um they will be playing college basketball until the first Monday night of the month of April. Like, put out in perspective, guys. And this isn't like um, this isn't like uh, the NFL. Um, like, there's no off days now. So from from last night until that Monday night, the first Monday night of April. Think about that. Like, there'll be college basketball for so long. Baseball will be back uh, before college basketball is done. So. Think about how many games uh, there are, how many opportunities uh, you will have to bet on college basketball. And, you know, yesterday, me and Cam, we, we stressed 
that, you know, you need to show discipline. Don't start, like, spraying the board, betting on every team, especially if you're sort of, you don't really know. Because uh, I'll tell you, college basketball is a sport in which teams are basically lined from last year. They're lined by reputation. They're lined uh, by popularity. They're not really lined uh, by how good they are. And a classic example is look at MSG. Both underdogs won the games outright, right? Like Duke was the underdog. They won. Oh, they're young. They're young. And, you know, Kansas are more experienced. A narrative that I walked right into. And Duke won. Oh, Michigan State, you know, they're just better. They're the national champion. Like, they're the they're the team to beat. Michigan State are a really good team, but they should never really be the team to beat. They haven't won in, like, 20 years. Michigan State are the classic, really, really, really good. They outwork you all year. They're more physical than you are. But once they get into the NCAA tournament, they just lack. They're lacking scoring. Right? So, but I went through all this, um, all of this, Joe, telling people, don't bet on too many games, which I was very good at. Unfortunately, where my big mistake came in is I put too much money on that one game uh, that I bet. And as I stated... I'm one of the people that created this narrative that, all right, it's just going to be too much for Duke to overcome. Like, for the love of God, they lost Zion Williamson. And I don't care about, like, the, the flashy names of this because, you know, we're not into flashy names. We actually follow this stuff. So you lose Zion Williamson. You lose R.J. Barrett, the top two scorers in the damn conference. You lose Cam Reddish. So there's three of your starting five gone. It's over 57 points a game gone. You're playing a Kansas Jayhawk team with the Azubuki kid is back. Um, Dotson's back. You got the transfer Moss kid from Iowa. You got the other mm-hmm. kids that were back on Kansas. And Duke ends up winning the game. Right? Like, um, now listen. So the moral of the story is, don't be afraid to bet on underdogs in college basketball. Don't just think, well, the market says this or the experts are saying that, so it must be true. Um, you know, go with your own gut here and remember with the unit sizes, any amount of games. Because I had people asking me yesterday, what do you think about, like, this Radford game? And what about Seton Hall and Wagner and stuff? And I said, listen, you can't bet on 62 games a night, guys. Right, so you got to sort of pick your spots. Unfortunately, I picked my spot in the big game, and I'll tell you, Joe, I don't know how much you saw of that Kansas game, but and Duke, Kansas essentially dominated them. Like they dominated. Mm-hmm. Like basically, they they pounded the glass. They had a million like opportunities to run away with the game, and they, when they got up by eight, like midway through the second half, I thought, all right, good. This is just what I was expecting. All they had to do is continuously just dump it inside. Duke had no answer, and they were getting smashed on the boards. Kansas were dunking on them. Kansas can't shoot, but they realized, you know what? We can just feed it inside, and we can just dunk on them all night, and they started to do it, but Duke are resilient, man. That that hurt kid hitting threes and stuff, but missed free throws, 28 freaking turnovers. You lose by two. I'm not using excuses. It is what it is. Kansas have always screwed me, and I had a little voice inside me like the green gazoo of the Flintstones. Don't do it, dumb dumb. Mm. Don't do it. I went pretty big, Joe, last night. I was convinced Kansas is going to win, and it's frustrating because they should have won. 
They turned the ball over 28 yep. times, and not because of great Duke defense, like ball off your foot, careless pass, uh, travel. Uh, the Azubuki kid, like four times, man, would back in and like run over mm-hmm. people. It's like, bro, it's not the NBA. Yep. You can't get away with this stuff. Very frustrating loss yep. for Kansas, but they're going to be a damn good team this year. It is what it is. I shouldn't have went so big on the first game of the year, Joe. It was tough to watch in that first half. I mean, you mentioned the 27-28 turnovers. Duke turned it over on 20 percent uh, of its offensive possessions. I mean, it was ugly ass basketball. And then somehow or another, Duke. Next thing you know, you turn it back on, and Duke's like, "Well, how, how did you win this game? Like this was just." But again, defense in college basketball undervalued, and it usually means the difference between winning by two and losing by two. And and they had more defense. And also, while well, they shoot better. And, you know, Kansas, yeah. Kansas just, you know, they can't shoot. Like, it was very frustrating. Like, Kansas were taking, like, long, bad twos often when they weren't dunking it. They can't hit a three. And then Duke would just sort of pop a three every now and then. You know, it's something to keep your eye on early, guys, as, uh, you know, Chris Spatola joined us yesterday, and he talked about the uh, three-point line's been moved back. And... I've noticed kids were short last night a bit. Like, they, you know, it's interesting because a lot of them just bomb from away from NBA. Like, you'll see, like, whenever you'll see college game played on the same court as an NBA game, Joe, the kids mm-hmm. never use the, the college line. <laughs> like, no. I get frustrated. No. I'm like, kid, <laughs> you're not in the NBA. You don't have to shoot from that line. No, 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 no. Like, mm-hmm. so most of these kids grow up bombing from NBA territory anyways. But I noticed last night there was a little bit of an adjustment there. Yeah, except for that kid, uh, Maxie, from Kentucky, who seems yeah. to be shooting from Section 301 and not a problem, hitting but, nothing but nets. So. Oh, you're right, 26 for that Maxie kid. But <laughs> oh, Kentucky going to be dangerous this year. He's actually got yes, a couple of these are. kids coming back now, right? Like, usually yeah. it used to be, you know, yeah. one and done. Now it's he's got dudes that return a bit. And listen, they haven't won in Kentucky in a while. They're getting restless there. Like, they are. Like, people think, oh, life's great in Kentucky because of the recruits they get. No, like, people in Kentucky are mad because they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, good for you. You get all these recruits. We don't win, right? Like, and <laughs> and Calipari goes, I'm proud that I'm getting these guys prepared for the NBA and making them, like, men. And if you're a booster, that doesn't do anything for you. <laughs> no, like, no, like, no, no. Like, I don't care. Like, if you're a Kentucky fan, you're like, yeah, good for De'Aaron Fox that he's in the NBA. Like, we didn't win with them, yeah. right? So, but that's how Calipari gets these players. And Calipari says, hey, that's part of my job. I'm proud of developing players. That, And it is part of his job. It's true. But I'm just stating, for all, like, the blue blood recruits they get, Kentucky fans are expecting wins. And they might get it this year. That's a damn good basketball mm-hmm. team. They're athletic. They're smarter. They can shoot. Kentucky's never been a team that can really shoot all that well. They're more just athletic. Uh, if they can shoot, they're freaking dangerous. There's some good teams, uh, Joe, this year. There's some good teams. Yeah, but It's harder for a guy like Calipari, too. To, I mean, think about that. You're taking five five-star recruits that have been the man since they were three years old. Now you're expecting them to play team basketball when they've always been the star. Yeah. It's not. It's easier said than done. You know, in a two-sports show that are the hardest to just drop a player in and say, all right, get out there and play or, like, throw guys <laughs> yeah. together is basketball and hockey. Football, it's like run the route. You know what I mean? Like tackle the guy, right? Like they sort of, 
It's pretty standard. Baseball, hit the ball. Catch the ball. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Like basketball, yeah. it takes teams a while to gel. Like hockey, same thing. And it's like, oh, I thought you were going left, bro. You're going right. Oh, morning yeah. line. This is the sixth year of the college football playoff committee. No team at this point in the first ranking that was number one has won. So you're number two. Be thankful for that because that is a trend, guys. Nobody over the uh, last five years here of this college football playoff system, nobody that's ever come out originally on top at number one ever went on to win a national championship. Sorry, Ohio State. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Zumo TV, channel 719. It has been said, has that, been everyone said that everyone has a book, has a book in them. But do you have but the time have the or time the ability, or the ability to, write your, to write your book? Maybe you picked Maybe up, you some, picked skills up some skills or had a life experience, experience that you want to pass, you want to pass on, on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to Maybe leave you an autobiography for your family. Or, or Maybe you built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghost can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work, work directly with your ghostwriter ghost to finish your book faster, faster than you ever, than you could, ever on could on your own. It's easy it's to easy become a published, become a published author. author. Call Dorrance Call now, now to, learn more. to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. Call right now. The number is 800-485-6003. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. A 
All right, I'm Morenci, Gabriel Morenci. Get on a grid. Zumo TV, Channel 719. We're in Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan. Uh, the college football playoff uh, rankings uh, were released, the first version of these uh, playoff rankings. And, uh, you know, you don't need Feinbaum or Herbstreet or any of these guys. I actually tweeted what the five was going to be uh, the day before. <laughs> I actually did. Um, there were a lot of, like, projections and leaks and everything, but I'll be honest with you. The All-State Playoff Predictor, Joe, is bang on. <laughs> yep. The All-State yep. Playoff Predictor was actually accurate. And, you know, I figured, considering All-State is the big-time sponsor, I was like, these are probably the real rankings. That's why I tweeted them out. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't say, all oh, these are official. I said, because also the Saban Analytics guy, uh, he's respected. He's not like a uh, clickbait-type guy, you know what I mean? And he didn't say, right. oh, these are yep. the definitive rankings. He said, this is what the All-State Playoff Predictor says the rankings will be. And mm-hmm. he works for ESPN. He's their analyt- one of their analytic guys. And I figured, you know, and I looked at it, and I was sort of thinking like they think. So let me just say that, that I'm not surprised by the poll, but at the same point in time, it doesn't mean I agree with it. Sort of like uh, the draft. It doesn't mean I would take the player, but what you think the team's going to do. But I'll ask you first, Joe. What uh, What do you think of uh, What did you think of the order? What do you think of the order of the uh, the five? Uh, I've had more of a problem with down the list when we started. Maybe from ten to twenty-five, there were some question marks that I had, but. The top of the list, Clemson, definitely five. Um, and Ohio State, uh, to me, it was Ohio State or LSU. I mean, nothing in the top five should be surprising to anybody. The two lost Florida in the top ten and Auburn, and I found it interesting where they put the Pac-12. And I think Oklahoma's dead in the water being where they are at number nine. I don't see any path for them to be able to get back in unless there's total chaos, but Listen, all those teams in the top five, you control your own destiny, which is ultimately what you want, isn't it? Well, that's the thing that it doesn't really matter the order of these teams right now, Mm. except if you're Clemson. Now, you're right. Oklahoma are in a lot of trouble right now. Um, You know, but there's still a lot of of football left. And there's room room to climb and there's room for other teams to implode. Yet one of, one of the problems is is how much what's going to happen with this LSU Alabama game? Like basically, if if it's an ultra close game and it's a really good game, this is when things will get interesting next week. Right now, yep. whatever, man, it doesn't mean anything, guys. And Dabo Sweeney was asked about this and he stated it. He said, if we're number one, we're number two, for number fifteen, it doesn't matter. He said, we just need to win every week. But uh, Clemson are clearly upset by this. Dabo Sweeney mm-hmm. took a shot at Alabama um, last night after the it came out. And he basically stated that, you know, how how can Alabama be higher than them? Like, you know, they, he basically said, people say we haven't played anybody. They're both teams' best win. Clemson and Alabama's, their highest, like, rated metric win is against a 6-3 and three Texas A&M team, all right? So they both... Not even ranked. Yes, exactly. So that's both their claims to fame. Now, Clemson play in the ACC. Is it Clemson's fault that everyone's bad in the ACC? 
And even if people were better in the ACC, they still wouldn't beat Clemson anyways. So right. I think the criticism of Clemson is a little bit unfounded. Um, you know, they've scored 40 or more points in like seven of their games. Um, like they, yep. they had one close game against uh, North Carolina. Uh, I was reading, Joe, since, the, since they played Louisville, they had a bad first quarter against Louisville. They've outscored teams like 161 to 30 or something. Like they actually are murdering teams. Like, they, they mm-hmm. are. And I find it amazing that the same people in the media, the same people that were saying that Trevor Lawrence could play in the NFL today and yesterday and last year, the same people that anointed him. And you, let's recall, guys. Like, it's no one's ever effing accountable, man, in the media. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys praised this kid. Like, he's going to be, he's the greatest quarterback prospect ever. Like, ever, 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 ever projected to be the best quarterback ever. Now, the same people that, and I said, I said, Trevor Lawrence is awesome. He's an awesome prospect, but he's also an 18-year-old kid. And a lot of stuff can change. If you guys remember, I remember, I'm old enough to remember, guys, when there was talk about uh, NFL teams tanking for Sam Darnold. All right? And you know what Sam Darnold said at the time? And people should have believed him. He said, people would be crazy to tank for me. He was honest. He didn't say, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, come in and save a franchise. He said, he said people tank for me. He goes, that's insane. He goes, I wouldn't even tank for me. Like Sam Darnold even knew this. So all this stuff about all teams are tanking for Trevor Lawrence two years from now. All right, fine. And I'm not criticizing Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is awesome. And he's having a good year. But what I'm saying is all you clowns in the media that anointed uh, Trevor Lawrence the greatest thing ever are now the same people that are saying he doesn't deserve to be in the top playoff, top four. Come on, man. Like, as if. And I'll tell you, man, Ohio State haven't played anybody. Like, so you beat Wisconsin. I'll give you that. They beat Wisconsin. But they're out of conference schedule. If, If I'm being real, let's be real. The best team in the country so far and to me, it's not even a debate, is LSU. LSU are the mm. best team in college football right now. Their body of work, their toughest schedule. Say, look, who the hell went Ohio State? Hey, good for you. What they, they what they scored 68 on Miami of Ohio and Cincinnati Bearcats. And I'm not begrudging well, the Ohio State. going to be... It's two, it's two, they beat Wisconsin and they beat Cincinnati and Cincinnati's a top 20 team. They're, I'll give them that. Number 20. So they do have, they do have two ranked wins, basically. Ohio State shouldn't be ahead of Clemson, in my opinion. Like, uh, to me, Clemson are, Clemson do have a beef here. Like, I, I think it's a, it's stupid. It shows the stupidity of, um, it doesn't, it doesn't. The thing is, it's so, it's so vague, college football, that in the past, Joe, the body of work. Like, but look, Clemson have a 24-game win streak right now, Joe. All right? Yeah. <laughs> so. It's uh-huh. <laughs> hard to believe, but yeah. Yes. So, yeah, you're going to tell me, all right, so they've won 24 games in a row, yet, yet no, you're not a top five team in the country. You're the defending mm-hmm. national champion. You have not lost, yet Ohio State are four spots higher than you? Really? Alabama, who actually Clemson had played a tougher schedule than Alabama, all right? Mm-hmm. By the metric, 
by the Saber, the, the, the Saber metrics here. They played a tougher schedule than Alabama. They beat Alabama. They are the title. They played Alabama three times in a row here. All right? I think there was one mixed up when it wasn't that. Like three years, no, it was three years in a row. They've won two of them. And they're behind Alabama? Like, that's what upset, that's what upset Dabble Sweeney. When he basically said, yeah. oh, I find it whatever. He goes, Alabama's schedule is softer than ours. He called it out. And he's basically stating, you know, he said, oh, I guess it's the same old, same old media. And, you know, it's true. Clemson aren't getting any respect as a defending national champion. Now, there's no reason to get irate about this because the first four is never the final four. It never has been. Right. So it's all this is all just fodder for idiots like me to yell. But, and they're playing each other. So Penn State and Ohio State, they're going to nullify each other. So right then and there, that's one down. The problem is with LSU and Alabama, the media loves the SEC so much and the perception of the SEC. And I've already heard people state, I've heard people state that they're not going to move the loser out of the top four anyways this Saturday. So what do we even play the damn game for? So, mm. you know, Joe, unless this is what, so this is what I'm saying. This is where it gets interesting next week. What are they going to do when one of these teams have a loss now at LSU or Alabama? So now it comes down to, okay, what happened in the game? Like, if LSU get tattooed and they lose, like, you know, 37-10 or something, mm-hmm. LSU falls, they're, they're out of the top four. LSU loses a classic 24-23, you know, last-second field goal, miss or make. They're going to be like, well, that was great, and we're not punishing either team. Alabama should have the most to lose, right? Like, if Alabama, to me, Joe, if Alabama lose on their home field and they haven't played anybody this year, they do not deserve to be in the top four. They don't. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And (laughs) I think Penn State's the big slap in the face, too, for for both Clemson because if – Clemson and Alabama, I think we'll all agree, are pretty much on even ground as far as scheduling and how they play and how they've won. Well, then how in the hell is Penn State ahead of Clemson then and Alabama ahead of Penn State? Makes absolutely no sense. You should have had Penn State at five and Clemson and Alabama neck and neck at three and four. If that, or put it the other way around yeah, Penn and, State. Put, uh, and swap places. Yeah, Penn, Penn State, State shouldn't be in the top four. But I agree. They are a very good team. But they're not, you know, they deserve to be in a cup. Listen, if you're in the Big Ten, you're undefeated. It is what it is. And listen, Penn State are going to have their hands full with the Minnesota Golden Gophers, who I believe came and in. Why at, are they 17? Yeah, they came in at 17. <laughs> but that's yeah. what I'm saying. There's a bias. Yep. There's a reputation and bias, equity that comes with this stuff. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. <sighs> I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes ear congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. 
Use as directed. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players We don't just give you advice We play every day All major sports, all year round We never stop Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion. 2017, world number one. Me personally... I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Morning after rolls on. Joe Pizzipia will join us a little bit later on. Cam Stewart will step up for it. We'll get to that NHL players poll. Some interesting stuff in the players poll. There's always interesting stuff at DailyRoto.com uh, if you're looking to make money. Uh, if you're playing uh, DFS, yeah, it's tough to go out it alone. All right, it's tough to go out it alone. Uh, but uh, Daily Roto's optimizers will um, put you in the right uh, direction, and you know, it's sort of like making a cocktail. You know, some people want a little bit more vodka. Some people want some more lime. So you use the optimizer, and you tweak it a little bit, throw a gut instinct pick in there, and gut huncher. You know what? I think this guy, and I like this guy there. And uh, next thing you know, you can win money like Ricky Sanders, who steps up and in. So, uh, Ricky, congratulations. A, a big win for you last night. NBA, DFS. How much did you win, and uh, how much uh, was the tournament? Tell us all about it, Ricky. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a $555 tournament on DraftKings. Wow. With, I think it was 586 total people. And $555 entry. I, 
Mm. Yeah, it, it really, honestly, and I, I haven't had one of these in quite some time, was not much of a sweat. I was up 20 fantasy points on the field pretty quickly, and basically no one ever caught me. Wow, so, wire uh, to wire. 100K first prize. Yeah, it was almost a wire to wire. I mean, I had a good feeling about it 15 minutes in when we got a huge early performance from TJ Warren. And I was texting the guys like, you know, I hate to do this, but this is this looks pretty good. And yeah, I mean, at the end, there was just the Miami Denver game left. And I kind of was, you know, I was way ahead of, of a lot of teams. But Gary Harris, Paul Millsap, they were on some of the best teams. Both of them went to the locker room early. So, I wow, mean, oh my God. Really wasn't that much of wow. a sweat. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm losing wow. college basketball bats by missed free throws, and you're winning hundreds of thousands of dollars because you know, guys are That's getting crazy. injured on the way out. $555. So, how many people were in that in that tournament? And when it's that much, are you allowed to enter once, or is that a single entry? Uh, no, I, it's not a single entry. I had three entries in it, and I basically had a strategy last night. It was a shorter night where you knew there were going to be a lot of chalk, and my strategy was to play Anthony Davis and LeBron together in one because I do feel when the Lakers are going at their best that you likely can get a ceiling performance from both. So you have to be a little LeBron concerned early it. with Anthony Davis, yes. right? Because yeah. you're like, oh, God. Like, and listen, I lost a player prop. So what LeBron did so well that the package kind of, it was okay in the end, I guess, right? Yeah, so here was the thing with the three entries. I faded LeBron in one, and I faded Anthony Davis in one. So I, I covered those three bases with the three entries, which is what I like to do in NBA. I'm more of a single entry or three max type player. Sometimes on bigger slates where there's just so many combinations, I'll just throw one because, you know, I don't want to have to throw you know 10 entries and something like this just to you know cover my bases but i feel much more comfortable on these like five to eight game slates because i do feel like there are enough options but ways to differentiate and it just so happened in the lineup that i didn't use anthony davis it was a lineup where i did get a bit of a gut feel play in tj warren i had mentioned on the pod pretty much every day for the last week that the charlotte team really struggled in the paint and it was a team that, because they struggled in the paint, you were mostly targeting, like, centers with. But because T.J. Warren is just a pure slasher, I looked at yesterday with, like, a 40% on Jeremy Lamb, and I did have a pretty good feeling with the revenge narrative and just everything surrounding him, a solid game log, that there was going to be a highly owned Jeremy Lamb. And then you get the slasher against a team with no rim protector, and he wasn't going to be owned for 100 less. So... I boosted him, you know, in the Daily Roto Optimizer, and it, it gave me him in a lineup without Anthony Davis. You can kind of play with the percentiles. Like, you can do a standard outcome, and you can see players' ceilings. And some of the ceiling lineups didn't have two superstars because the mid-tier, you know, did have some good plays like Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge was another good play. So I just kind of stumbled on this lineup, you know, doing my thing on the Optimizer. How much, Ricky, how different were your three lineups in there? Did you have a, a core of guys that you had, or were all three completely all different and unique? So I'm looking at it in front of me. In the three lineups, I had 100% Jabari Parker and 100% Goga Batazde. Bataz, I don't want to you know mess up his name, but he was the only center remaining, really the only true big guy remaining for the Pacers. And besides that, 
it was a mix of, of players. I mean, I, I wanted to be heavy on these Lakers secondary guys. It just so happened this lineup had Danny Green. The others had the, you know, chalky Catavius Caldwell Pope who did fail. Mm. Uh, but I made a conscious effort not to go all in on a guy like Contavious Caldwell Pope, which I also think was, was a very helpful, you know, concept. Ricky Sanders uh, with us. He had $100,000 uh, last night. Uh, you know, if you want to play some NBA DFS, uh, the uh, DailyRoto.com uh, optimizer uh, will help you uh, help you put yourself in a position uh, to win. Especially, you know, with head-to-head matchups, uh, double ups, 50-50s. There's a lot of different ways to make money um, uh, with DFS. You don't have to put $555 in um, in one tournament. Yeah. So, uh, Ricky, as far as uh, tonight uh, is concerned, Carl uh, Anthony Towns uh, is back. Uh, Joel Embiid gets uh, Rudy Gobert. And just to throw it out there, actually, so are you going to stay away from Embiid? Because one thing I noticed, you know, Joel Embiid's really good, but he's sort of a classic kind of bully. Like, he really feasts on the weak, and he dunks on you, and he gets all, you know, he, he does his thing. But when he battles against real dudes, it's not he's not nearly the same. You know, he kind of gets frustrated. Like, we saw it in the playoffs against against the Raptors. And Rudy Gobert has been a guy who has frustrated him. I see that um, Joel Embiid's scoring average is fourth lowest against Utah to any team in the NBA. And Rudy Gobert only scores 18 points a game when they play against Gobert uh, and the Jets. What's your take on this matchup tonight? Yeah, I just can't imagine if I'm spending for a superstar, it's going to be Joel Embiid. I mean, that tough individual matchup with Rudy Gobert, who's one of the best individual def- you know, defenders, and then you have the fact that they play at such a slow pace, and you just have so many alternatives. I mean, when you pay for a superstar, sure, there are times that guys in slower-paced matchups can just be the entire offense, and they go to them. But I would prefer to have some guys in some faster-paced games, and we're going to have some of those tonight. So I don't think Joel Embiid is a guy that I'm going to over-prioritize. I mean, I saw James Harden was against the Warriors. Uh, we've got some some other matchups. Carl Anthony Towns without the point guards, and I saw without the point guards last year, he averaged like seven fantasy points more per game, and he's just been on a whole new level this year. I mean, I don't mind eating the, you know— uh, superstar chalk like last night lebron james was close to 70 percent owned i want the guy with the highest score and i don't think the center you know heavily reliant on on being in the post against you know rudy gobert is going to be the answer there let me ask you ricky that are cheaper go ahead i was going to say like so you don't mind a superstar chalk there's a difference in the nba isn't it to the nfl like the nfl it's like man i don't want to spend that type of money on this quarterback i'm not doing it the (laughs) nba is different isn't it where you know, remember a couple of years ago we we're talking. If you didn't have Westbrook, you know, you were screwed. It was one of those deals mm, where it's yeah. like, yeah, it costs a lot of money, but he's getting a triple double every night. So if I don't have him, I'm really putting myself, you know, in a position. NBA is safer, isn't it, to spend the money on the stars than NFL? Yeah, I'm always more comfortable to differentiate because the NFL, like you think of it, these chalky receivers, they get like eight opportunities all game you know obviously the great ones get like 10 plus if they're being thrown to a lot but in the nba if james harden starts 0 for 5 there are games where he's still probably shooting the ball 20 times more than that so like yeah you may have Mm. dodged the initial bullet but you're far from done and then you were talking about players like him luka Doncic. they're triple double threats they can rack up the defensive stats they can give you the three-point bonus on DraftKings. They can do so many things. There's just so many more opportunities for them than there are for, for you know, NFL players. And 
you know, there's just not as much yep. injury risk as well with, you know, getting hit every play. So who's some of the flying under the radar guys that people should be looking at tonight in the NBA? So I think Jarrett Culver is going to be a guy who gets tasked with a lot of the ball handling. It, 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 we, we know Shabazz Napier is doubtful for this team and Jeff Teague looking like he's probably not going to play either. So I think Jarrett Culver is just the guy with the most ball handling ability left on this team. I think we could see him flirt with 30 minutes tonight. And another guy, I mean, Washington is a really interesting team. We, we just found out that Troy Brown may or may not play tonight. You know, facing Indy on the second end of a back-to-back, I think will make them more competitive. I think Davis Bertans at under 4K is a really interesting proposition to me. When he's gone well this year, and by the way, he's playing a career high in minutes, he's been like a 30-plus fantasy point threat. Last game, if you rostered him, very frustrating. Two early fouls. Zero stats in the first half. He came back in the second half, 16 fantasy points. So you see he's got, you know, the ability to give you 30 fantasy points. I don't think this is going to be a guy that people are really targeting as a cheaper option. Again, I would prefer to, you know, spend on the guys who you got to spend on. He'll give you the triple-double. He'll give you 50 real points. And then differentiate with some of these cheap guys. I don't think Bertans is going to be a heavily owned player at all. I'm not saying, you know, R.J. Barrett's the play tonight, but I wanted to ask you about him. Uh, because there's been criticism of Fizdale, and you know this, Ricky. Fizdale's rotations are whack, bro. And, you know, it's, yeah. one, it's one thing that, okay, you know, players know if you work in practice, you have a chance of playing, except it's to the point where no one ever knows. Guys are in, guys are out. He tinkers with the starting lineup all the time. Mitchell Robinson is the latest one. Like, really? He's not one of your top five players now? You know, like, he's just, you know, he's all over the place, this guy, Fisdale. But he's been under the gun because, they, they, you know, he's playing Barrett too much. That Barrett's on the floor too much. Yet, if you're playing DFS, that's not a bad thing. I mean, come on, Ricky. This kid has to be an exceeded expectations from a fantasy standpoint. Uh, and, uh, I mean, and, and the thing with him is there could be more ceilings because he's only going to get better offensively. But the rebounding's been a pleasant surprise for him from a DFS perspective. Yeah, Fizz is really funny, right? Because he won't play Mitch Robinson 20 minutes, but then the other day he was quoted with R.J. Barrett saying, hey, Latrell Sprewell played 42 minutes in a season. We don't have to rest this kid. It just doesn't make sense. It's like, why is he so much higher priority? I guess it's because they signed so many frontcourt guys in the offseason. But if you're going to get, you know, 40-plus minutes of R.J. Barrett, he really is a guy who should be around a 7K player. Detroit, I mean, the thing here with these point guard injuries is the fact that Bruce Brown is now their guy. He might be their best Mm. perimeter defender. So the matchup for, you know, opposing guys against them, guys like Barrett, may actually get slightly worse without, you know, 30 minutes or or close to 30 minutes of Derrick Rose. And I wonder if this is Mitchell Robinson night. They're playing Andre Drummond. You know, he's back in the starting lineup. You just need the big body to compete with him. I wonder if this is finally the game you get 25-plus. Drew Dinkmeyer has been playing him every night, and it's <laughs> odd. He hilariously calls it the, the Mitchell Robinson tax playing. So uh, and New York's got to him. He's come to New York. Now he's playing <laughs> Nick players every game, right? He's become a homer. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. People will stay away him. from him tonight, too, because they say, ah, oh, he's not in a starting lineup anyway. He's starting tonight, but, you know, he's, he's not in rotation. I don't want to mess with Andre Drummond, so it could be a time to attack tonight. Exactly. And you know with Mitch Robinson that like when you finally do get that minutes game with him, he can block five shots. He can get you a double double. Like he has this the slate breaking upside. So 
I certainly have interest in, in R.J. Barrett. I think this is going to be a competitive game. I wonder if we finally get that Mitch Robb upside game. All right, Ricky Sanders, killing it. Keep on uh, killing it, Ricky. I'm always amazed by you guys at Daily Road, although that you win 100K, man. You're, you're, in, you're in such good shape. Like, I'd definitely, I'd, I'd probably be hungover right now. Like, um, or I definitely would have said, I would have said, yeah, I'll come on, but later in the day. I'll come on at night because, yeah, I was out all night because I just won 100K. <laughs> but uh, Ricky's all business. Right back at it. DailyRoto.com. Thanks, Ricky. Thanks for having me. Congratulations to Ricky Sanders. Great guy. Oh, three lineups, 555 bucks each. That's it. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90 day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity? Bad credit? Or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now.
Richie Sanders. Killing it. DailyRoto.com. Uh, check it out. Daily Roto is, is really good for the sports better as well. Well, they have NFL betting picks and uh, totals, money lines, spreads, totals, but helps you with your props. Like, you know, you're, basically you have a database and analytics of uh, and an optimizer that's projecting players' production uh, for the night. Uh, having uh, information, having to, to, you can never have too much information. Now, you can overanalyze that information. Overanalysis can lead to paralysis, but you can never know too much. You can never have too much information. And I remember years ago, man, it was like uh, about 15 years ago, um, you know, because I was, I was in the early days on the radio, and um, Pro Football Weekly used to send me a um, every year their annual NFL preview. Uh, but one year they sent me, they started doing a fantasy uh, preview. So they sent me a fantasy preview as well. And I already read the regular preview. And then I started reading the fantasy preview. And I, I was like, man, there's way more information in this fantasy preview than just the standard preview. Stuff that actually should be in a standard preview. As far as like averages and all right, their secondary gives up this and they, they can't stop the run there. And, you know, the fantasy analysis was much more detailed. And I've really learned that. Like, even if I'm not playing DFS, and I play, you know, I played more religiously. I'll get into it, you know, once the football, once the winter time comes and stuff. I'll get more religiously into it daily. Well, I, I'm, I play a couple of times a week. I'll probably put together a lineup tonight for the NBA. But um, even when I don't, I still check everything out. Because I want to see who the hottest DFS projections are because it correlates into props and the actual games uh, that they play. It's like an apple and an orange. Both fruit, you know, it's just different ways. And betting on DFS is the same thing as betting. You know, like, look, Ricky played three three lineups, $555 each. And you know he was playing other, in other tournaments as well last night. So he's probably got a bankroll of like 5 10k a night, which is pretty high. That he's throwing out there every night, right? I mean, it's not like he's just winning a lottery. This is a grind uh, for these dudes. What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. Lord Gambler. Let's roll. The morning after. Continues right to level two. Get on the grid. I'm Marenzi. We're Midtown Manhattan Studio 34 Jordan area in Miami, Florida. As uh, the college basketball season has uh, begun, uh, the uh, college football uh, rankings are out. And as I stated, and I've said this a million times before, it's always fun talking college football. And, you know, when we talk college football, we're talking about the teams. But these rankings are irrelevant. They are irrelevant. They don't mean anything. They really don't. Um, I mean, if you're Minnesota, it's kind of a signal. Um, if you know they, they send their signals to teams, but I'm talking about if you're in the top four, top five, and stuff, it doesn't matter. You you're, you're all playing each other, and you have tough games coming up. So it's all just talk show fodder. Um, but one thing that isn't fodder is this is the sixth year of this playoffs. Hard to believe it's been that long already. It feels like it's only been a couple of years. Jeez. But this is the sixth <laughs> year since we've had the BCS, which is, incidentally, in hindsight, was pretty damn good. 
Um, so it's the sixth year. And in the previous five years, the first team to come out number one in the poll has never won the title. So, in other words, thanks for coming, Ohio State. <laughs> or, like, you don't want to be number one. It's They've never won. Mm-mm. They've never won. And also, the, the top four has never been the final four. The first four has never... I think it might have actually... I don't want to. I don't want to be wrong here. I think it might have been last year. Actually, that might have been the first time. But the team that's been number one has never won uh, before. So you know, everybody needs to settle down and chill out. We've got LSU, Alabama this week. Uh, we got Minnesota and Penn State this week. We have Ohio State and Penn State. And unlike Alabama and uh, LSU and Auburn and stuff in the Big Ten, they don't let you take a week off to get ready. Because you have a big game and you're not allowed to play the Citadel the next week. Like, I don't like Ohio State, but the week before they play Michigan, they play Penn State. Like, that's, that's the way it should be. You run the gauntlet. But the SEC, the, the, the committee holds their hand like children. Like Davo Sweeney says, that's the way it goes. Everybody knows it. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text youth to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Listen Mo's. to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. 
Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It's changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. If you like to gamble, I tell you I'm your man. You win some, lose some, it's all the same to me. Every time we have the DFS guys on, there's always the, uh, the, the it begins, you can't win, or this and that. Uh, only, only the pros win. And that's not really the Rick. case. But you have to understand, guys, <laughs> the, the big tournaments, those are your lotteries, all right? That's like playing a scratch ticket or something. If you really want to make money playing DFS, you have, you know, play the 50-50, the double ups and stuff. I mean, look at all the work that we put into to try to win a bet at minus 110, right? And it's just, you know, you're not even laying a 10 cent. Like, you know, so, you know, you're, doubled, you're doubling up uh, playing DFS. And basically, if there's 10,000 people in, in a pool and you can't come in the top 5,000 of it, you shouldn't be doing it. Like, you know, then realize I'm not good at this and I shouldn't be doing this. But, like, the double up's the way to go, but you get impatient because it's funny because everyone sees the big numbers, so you want to hit that 100000 You want to hit the 50000 It's not sexy to put $100 in, play DFS to win $90 back into the end of the night. But you can make big money doing it. I've seen Pat Mayo freaking crush it playing the double up. Like, just every night, had a double up, double up, double up, double up. And it's really interesting because, like I said, in the sports world, if you won four times your money, you'd be ecstatic. I won four times my money uh, last Sunday uh, playing football, and I was like, ah, I should have won more, I thought. My lineup was pretty good. It's like, dude, you just won four times your money. Like, I go to Wall Street down the street and ask them, hey, is four times my money good for a night? They'll be like, yeah, damn right it is. Right? But we all have this, oh, I want to win a million dollars. So people overlook the 50-50 stuff. And I'm not pretending to be the best DFS player. I'm not bad. I'm probably a lot better than people realize or think I am because I don't talk about it as much anymore. But, like, pretty much, Joe, I play DFS, and I'm always in the top 10 percentile. But I'm never in the top 2 percentile. You know what I mean? Like, if there's mm. if there's 25,000 people in a DFS pool, I'll generally be anywhere from, like, 3,000 to 5,000. which that's not great, but it's better than 70, 80% of the people. And, you know, you get paid three times your money, five times your money for that. The, the key is for this, though, you've got to stay away from the waters that Ricky and Dinkmeyer and all these guys are in. Right? Right. Like, they're not, it's sort of like betting. Like, you'll hear, like, a big-time professional better will tell you, yeah, I like the CFL, but I'm not going to bet it because there's limits here where I bet it. And I'm not going to put the time in to just, I can only bet $500 on something. 
So it's the same mm. thing. Like Dick Myers told us that he goes, I don't play in anything that's like so Dick Myers not entering a tournament where the grand prize is ten thousand dollars. It's not worth it for him. Like, you know, he's gonna mm. enter as, you know, five hundred lineups in a day. He's not gonna do it to win the four thousand dollar top prize in a ten thousand dollar pool. Right? It's a waste of his right. time. Like that's it's like it's like, you know, the casual guy betting five bucks on a game. You're wasting your time. So you have to know the single the single entry ones are good. And another thing is too, there's more than just DraftKings and FanDuel guys. There's other sites out there that the big boys don't play that you can hit. So listen, it's like anything. It's work, man. It's work. But to me, and I see it, I'm just saying this to everyone that's like dismissing DFS. Oh, you play a million lineups. It's easy, or like they're scratching tickets. No. DFS is the exact same as betting on sports, playing poker, blackjack, whatever your thing is. It's the same thing. You know, it takes work. It's not free money, right? Oh, you have an optimizer. It's not free money. It's work. But if you actually know what you're doing, and you put the hours in, then you can make money. But, yes, it's true. The common man... You know, if you played like DraftKings or FanDuel once or twice and didn't win, oh, it's a scam. That's not the way it works. I mean, you think you just you're gonna open up a Charles Schwab online uh, stock uh, trade and like oh, after a day you're rich? <laughs> yeah. You have to have the information, <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. you put the work in. The best way of putting it, DFS is not a quick get rich thing, even though that's sort of what you want it to be. We all want it to be. But if you look, I'll, I'll put it this way, guys. If you're like, oh, DFS this and DFS that from a negativity standpoint, you have a 18 to 19 to million to one chance of winning the like the the lottery, the Powerball. Now it'll depend on the state and whatever, but generally to win a lottery, like I'm talking, let's say you know the big lottery ticket of the week, uh, you know, to win that, it's generally Joe between like 13 and 20 million to one chances. That you'll win the lottery. Mm. So more than that. The the millionaire maker, the millionaire maker only has about four hundred and fifty thousand people in it, some sometimes less. So you just went, your chances of being a millionaire went from one in seventeen million to one in four hundred and twenty five thousand. Out of the four hundred and twenty five thousand people playing, how many of them are really good at this? I don't know, 50,000, 25,000? Sort of like the super contest with the betting. Yeah, you, know, you get 3,200 people in it, whatever, man. 700 are tourists, uh, 500 are just rich guys. 200 guys don't are drunk. They don't remember they entered. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you yep. sort of look at the pool, it's like, yeah, whatever. Like, there's a bunch of tourists that enter. There's a bunch of this. There's a bunch of, like, sort of squares. All right. There's about 350 people in here that can win this thing. So, you know, everything seems daunting, but then when you really you really break it down. So, like I said, so DFS, you have a better chance of winning, you know, on Sunday than you do playing the lottery. I'll put it that way. Mm. And average guys do win. They do win. Like, you know what I mean? Joe Sixpack do win the millionaire maker and stuff. I'll tell you, the best sport to play DFS for the casual player is football. Football is pretty, it's pretty random. 
Like, you know, you got to be ballsy, guys. Like, you say, all right, everyone's taking Russell Wilson, but, you know, I'm going to take uh, I'm gonna take this, like, uh, you know, Disley guy. Like, you've got to think outside the box a bit and hope for the best. But, guys, who the hell thought Marvin Jones going to have four touchdowns the other night? Uh, Chase, uh, two weeks yeah, right. ago. Chase, remember Chase Edmonds' show against the New York Giants? No one even heard mm-hmm. of Chase Edmonds. Man, the kid had three touchdowns. Right? Like, if you're in Arizona and you're just a homer, I'm going to play Chase Edmonds. You won. <laughs> like, like, there was a guy, there was a guy two years ago, he won the Millionaire Maker. He was from uh, Philly. And every player he took, Joe, was from Pennsylvania. It was like a Pennsylvania lineup. So, basically, he took Pittsburgh Steelers players or Philadelphia Eagle players or... You played at Temple or Penn State type thing. Like, there had to be a Philly or Pittsburgh connection. And just by that chance, Joe, that week, dude, the Eagles played in a track meet and the Steelers played in a track meet. He won a million dollars. So it wasn't, oh, it was analytics. No. He was a blind homer that said, I play my favorite, I play the Pittsburgh guys all the time and the Philly guys all the time. It worked. Right? Mm-hmm. Last year, I remember doing the show. We used to talk a lot of DFS for it before the game started. I remember doing the show. And uh, people were laughing at me. I said, I'm doing a uh, Josh Allen, Zay Jones stack. People laughed and laughed. It didn't work. The next week, Joe, they had like four combined touchdowns. I was a week early. <laughs> but I remember mm-hmm. being here, and a guy won a million dollars because he stacked. Brock Osweiler, Kenny Stills, and Kenyon Drake last year. Brock Osweiler, bro. Like, mm. you, how many people are going to say, I'm going to make Brock, uh, Brock Osweiler my quarterback, right? You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just stating, like, you can win playing football. Baseball is impossible. <laughs> Base, baseball, it takes 12 hours a day, all right? Like, don't even, but, like, sorry, DFS. Baseball DFS sucks. It 10 hours to put a lineup together. Um, NBA, you can win NBA, but one bad pick and you're kind of screwed in the NBA. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money, and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. 
When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Time to dunk on your NBA DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros, FanDuel or DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer. It is the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you'll get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. You can save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. That promo code is DUNK, DailyRoto.com. Promo code DUNK. Get that 10% off. Get yourself going now. And remember, DailyRoto.com is where millionaires are made. Just ask Ricky Sanders. And welcome in here on a uh, on a Wednesday, the morning after. Much to get to tonight. More NBA college hoops. Another football game here tonight. We'll talk about it. But first, let's check in with Gabe to see who the hell he's yelling at to get off his lawn today. Hey, you kids. Get off my Basketball season is upon us. College football playoffs are around uh, the corner. Uh, we had our first uh, official release uh, of the uh, the college football standings, aka rankings, and um, yeah, let the debate begin. Uh, but really, we've talked about this a lot. All right, the first four is actually irrelevant. This is the sixth uh, year that there's been a college football playoff, and it's amazing that it's actually been this long. It doesn't feel uh, like it's been this long. And it's amazing because I remember how angry everybody was at the time <laughs> when the BCS was created. All right? Like, there was a freaking outrage. People were like, you're telling me we're going to let a bunch of computers decide the, the standings and the rankings of college football? And they're like, yeah, we're letting the computers decide. And now computers decide everything. Computers decide everything. Every aspect of our life is decided by a computer, and people were outraged uh, before. 
I'll tell you what, you know, it's funny when, you know, when you look back and you look at the history of the BCS, the BCS was pretty bang on. The computer had no emotions. Uh, the computer had no bias. Um, unlike the playoff committee, it clearly does have a bias. So, listen, I don't want to freak out about the order and all this type of stuff, but let's just go through it quickly. Ohio State, who the hell of Ohio State played? All right, you hosted Cincinnati, and for the record, Ohio State went kicking and screaming to play Cincinnati. They've been avoiding these guys for freaking years, all right? They don't want to play them. They don't want to play them in basketball. So they play them, good for you. You beat the Cincinnati Bearcats. I love how suddenly that's like a big thing. Ooh, they beat the Bearcats. All right, you beat Wisconsin. I'm not saying Ohio State aren't a premier program. I'm not saying that Ohio State are not legitimate national championship contenders. Ohio State should not be deemed the best team in college football uh, right now. Clearly the best team in college football are the LSU Tigers. All right, LSU Tigers are the best body of work. Number one, they're kicking the crap out of everybody. Number two, their quarterback's probably going to win the Heisman Trophy. Number three, they went into Austin, Texas, and they beat them. All right? They, they, they beat the Florida Gators. Uh, they beat the, uh, the Auburn Tigers. You, you go down the list here uh, of games and the teams that LSU have played, and it's not even a comparison. LSU are the best team in college football. Alabama get the Alabama pass that somehow Clemson don't get. But, you know what, I think it's fitting that Dabo Sweeney um, was, uh, was uh, pulling for the Raptors and went to the Raptors, uh, you know, finals run and was shooting hoops uh, with the Raptors because neither champion gets any respect. And, you know, it's to the point where it's getting a little crazy now. Dabo Sweeney has beaten Nick Saban two out of the last three times. You know, Dabo Sweeney's here, Nick Saban's here. You know, I know that Nick Saban's here overall, but, you know, Dabo Sweeney's sort of the kingpin now of modern college football, yet Clemson on the outside looking in right now. Penn State, wait, Penn State are going to have an opportunity to, um, Penn State is going to, everything's going to play itself out. So before everybody freaks the hell out about this, remember the teams are playing each other. Next week is when it's going to get interesting when we see LSU and Alabama Delta loss. And I guess it's really going to be, uh, you know, how this game goes, ultimately. But it's the thing about college football, guys. College football likes the controversy. They actually like it. I remember years ago, uh, there used to be, there, guys, there used to be multiple national champions. Like, for all the bitching that goes on in today's day and age, and God knows people like to bitch uh, nowadays, and I love the irony as I sit here bitching. <laughs> I, I see it. I see you. I'm aware. Um, but people want to bitch. Imagine the outrage now. Well, there's two champions. That used to happen all the time. He'd be like, yeah, whatever, man. The coaches voted for that team, and the AP voted for that team. The AP poll says, all right, so as bad as things are all the time now, and yeah, the playoffs should be expanded, Things can always be worse. It's like the real world. It's like their personal life. As bad as things are, all right, it can always be worse. So for everybody that's freaking out uh, right now, let me remind you and tell you that this is the sixth year of the college football playoff, and not once has the team that was ranked number one in the opening rankings ever won the national championship. So if you're worried right now, Get the hell off my lawn!
Hey, you kids. No, it's interesting. We got a, uh, we actually have a <laughs> playoff list that uh, includes Georgia, and nobody's brought them up. Yet they kind of sit in that position right there where if they go ahead and play for the SEC championship and they win and they beat either LSU or Alabama, you're looking at a one-loss Georgia team that now has to be considered in the conversation as well. And that's where it's going to get real interesting. I do think you can't you know, discount Georgia top teams. No, you can't because they're in that position where they're going to play for the SEC championship. Who they play will be determined on Saturday, I think. But Georgia is going to be in the conversation. And then it's, do we get two teams from the SEC? Does a Pac-12 team shoot up? What what happens then at that point? That's another thing that, good call with Georgia. Georgia is still right there. Georgia still control their own destiny in a sense. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. You know, the Ducks and the Utes are interesting. The Ducks and the Utes are interesting because they're on a collision course and they're both very good football teams. If one of them ends up 11 and one, they're probably still going to be on the outside looking in. Like that's this this is the problem that I have, that some teams are playing and they just don't have a legitimate chance. Like is Baylor is Baylor going to get in? Let's say Baylor ran the table, they probably still don't get in. Like a, a 12 and 0 Baylor team, they probably don't get in. They you know what I mean? They put two SEC teams in. The Big Ten champ is getting in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, and any guy, Clemson will be undefeated. They need to make yep. it eight teams, Joe. In my opinion, they need to make it eight teams. Like, it's just, it's not enough. It's too subjective still. But like I said, they like the controversy. I remember, like, there used to be tie games in college football even. And I remember, like, they, one of the deans said, oh, no, it's got you talking. Like, they actually think, like, you know, any publicity is good publicity type of thing. Mm. But, listen, I'm not outraged by anything. I get why Clemson's a little frustrated, but good call by you. Georgia's definitely still in the mix. And you got the Ducks and the Utes with sort of that outside chance, but they need some stuff to happen along the way. Right. And, and it's, you know, you got to make a decision on what, did, what do you want more as a fan? Do you want the four most deserving or the four best? Because those two things aren't mutually exclusive, Gabe. I mean, the four best That's true. might not necessarily be the f- the four most deserving. So what do you? Uh, where where do we draw the line? What do you want to see? The four best, no matter what, or hey, they won, they ran the table, they should be in. Well, that's the thing. And are we playing this game now where last year doesn't matter? Because that's always right. been the thing. It's the body. Is it just this year? Because how many times have you heard, mm-hmm. wow, this team isn't as good, but, you know, they, they are this. I mean, let's be real. College sports has always carried over rankings, right? What you always. did last year has always sort of, in, you know, had an influence on the perception for, for like, this year, et cetera. Except, I guess now, if you know, really you want to go body of work, I get it. I guess you could say, well, Clemson, but... I think it's perception. Clemson are murdering yep. teams. They struggled with North Carolina. They had one game in which they struggled. I mean, all right, let's look at Alabama. Alabama played against Duke, all right? They played against Duke. <laughs> they played against New Mexico State, guys. New Mexico State are 0-8. Like, New Mexico State bad teams, like, in any, like, conference. 
Like, they're that bad. Like, New Mexico State are one of the worst teams in the country. Why are Alabama playing them? You know what I mean? Okay, well, whatever, that's one game. No, no, they followed that up by playing Southern Mississippi. They have a game against the Citadel coming up. Like, this is, you have a bye week. A game against the Citadel basically is a bye week, Joe. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous. So what you got, like, is it the Citadel? I think it's someone else this year. They mixed it up, actually. Oh, um, Western Carolina. Oh, okay. Like, Alabama well, should not be allowed to play Western Carolina. Like, <laughs> and we're criticizing we're criticizing Clemson for the ACC schedule? In Alabama? Right. Like, really? Oh, you get a bye week, and then after bye week, well, you got a big game next week. So they get a bye week before the LSU. And if you'll notice, the SEC is the one that makes this schedule, right? They help them. Mm-hmm. They know this. They're like, well, listen, Alabama only have two hard games all year, right? They have the Auburn game, and, um, you know, let's let them not ske- let's not schedule a conference game, God forbid, before that. And, well, they're playing an important game. They're playing an important game against LSU, so, well, we better give them a bye. Better give them a bye week first so they can prepare for that. It's like, and then, oh, and then if they lose, well, I'm still not going to... Uh, it's the definition of, I saw that somebody asked someone to, yesterday, well, if he shot someone on Fifth Avenue, would you have a problem? And she said, well, I'd want to know why he shot him. Mm. Like, this is the deal with Alabama. They're in no matter what. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repair need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com 
Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. All right, I've been looking forward to uh, getting Cam on here. I've been looking forward to Cam's take on this. I've been uh, want to talk about this NHL uh, players poll. ESPN does a uh, annual players poll, anonymous. Uh, you know, you answer anonymously. Uh, Fifty players uh, were polled, so 50 players agreed to do this uh, with ESPN and uh, Emily Kaplan and. Um, like I said earlier, I was actually laughing out loud um, on the boat this morning with so many answers. <laughs> Cam's going to laugh, too. It's like, it's just so Canadian. Somebody answers, Cam, lad. It's just too funny. Like, somebody's, like, especially, like, I can all, I just hear, like, the voices. And it's like guys we know or something. It's almost like Carlo answered some of these. You know what I mean? So, Cam Stewart, how you doing, Cam? <laughs> Pretty good, Gabe. What's up, buddy? Okay, so let's get right down to business. ESPN. I'll ask you a sort of yep. guess here. This is a tough one. You're probably not going to know that now. Who knows the rooms? But which team has the worst visiting locker room that you hate getting ready in? It actually surprised me. Worst worst room? Buffalo. No, it's actually Washington. 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 Okay. And it's significant. Forty two percent of NHL players polled said Washington. Oh. Then Boston. I've been in a lot of dressing rooms. That's but why I want to ask you. Yeah. Washington dressing well, room. this is why yeah. they go Washington in the showers. Washington showers are so bad it's like being in a prison shower. There's a pole in the middle <laughs> and it's just water that spews that comes out of one pole. Not that I care if someone's showering next to me, but it's just weird. Um <laughs> I like this. Boston, another player. <laughs> Boston is brutal. You're right. They, they put the dressing room right next to the rink. It's really cold in there. You're never comfortable. It is. And if you feel comfortable, you'll play well. That's probably why they do it. It is a competitive advantage for them. I heard before, too, there used to be rats in the in the visiting room at Boston Garden. So, um, and it was small. All right, here's guys. Um, I'm not a fan of the Coliseum in Long Island. It's too long of a walk from the locker room to the ice. Uh, I hate making that walk. <laughs> it's like just funny, like little things that you'd think, like, what are you talking about? But um, because this guy he goes, I really, another guy, I really don't like going to Florida. He goes, your gear is never dry there. It's always swampy. It's always yeah, sticky. Humid. He goes, your, your, your equipment smells worse than usual, which says a lot. He goes, Carolina isn't great either. <laughs> All right. <laughs> which great. team has the best visiting locker room? Edmonton Oilers, without a doubt. 40% of the league says Edmonton Oilers. 
And this is why Edmonton, yeah, you're that's why crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Cam, listen to this. This is visiting don't, players. Don't make it nice. He goes, their visiting room is like a penthouse. I love it there. He goes, there's so much space. Another player. He goes, the only good thing about going to Edmonton is the visiting dressing room. <laughs> oh, wow. So, that's damn. rough. But think about it, Joe. You want, I don't want visiting players thinking they're in a penthouse hotel suite. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do like Indiana basketball. They're petty. They paint yeah, the visiting room pink. Yeah, no, they pink. made it like yeah, yellow and pink and neon. It's like tough. You don't like it? Too bad. Right? Like they painted it mm. pink before Michigan came once. <laughs> it's like well played, guys. I, I don't have a problem with that. All right. Uh, they like Vegas. Vegas, uh, new arena. This is what This yeah. is what made me laugh out loud, one of them. This guy says, Detroit's visiting rooms are super nice, but it's not my favorite. He goes, because in Detroit, you walk out, and they have this restaurant right there for the fans that's, like, right beside the entrance to the ice. Yeah. He goes, I like to go out first, and I like to stand there for a minute or two. But all these fans start, like, knocking the glass. It's pretty annoying. (laughs) I like that the guy drops. It's pretty annoying. All right, you got this. Would you play for Seattle? And this is interesting. Yes, the success of Vegas definitely opened up guys' minds a little bit more. Uh, the travel would suck, but other than that, it would be sick. Um, one guy, no. He goes, uh, I don't I don't want to play out there. I need to play on the East Coast. Um, I've never been to Seattle, but a lot of guys who played in junior loved it there. Everyone says all the right things. Uh, other guys said it's like Vancouver. It would be the same thing as playing in Vancouver, and they don't have a problem with that. Um, this is what you'd find interesting, Joe. And this shows the... The difference of a hockey player. And it's a crazy question. Would you be comfortable being featured in a national ad campaign? 64% yes, 36% no. Guys are saying, I don't want to bring too much attention upon myself. Yeah. Another guy said, I don't want people thinking I'm better than them in the league. Another guy says, ah, it's not worth it. People would just chirp me all the time that I think I'm a star. You see, Joe, it's this Canadian, that hockey thing. Like, they don't yep. want attention. It's diff- like they're the total opposite of Harden and Westbrook and these guys. Well, they're the total opposite. You know what, Gabe? Look what look at the Baker Mayfield for the yes. Heisman House for Nissan there. They should just take him right out of that commercial, right? Bo Jackson, all those guys, it's an embarrassment. When you look at the legends and then you look at him, it's like, this is absolutely ridiculous. The fact that he's even even mentioned in the commercial, he's got like speaking oh, parts. I said that I was insulted. He's on a couch with Bo Jackson. It but, is insulting. It is insulting. But, it um, is. The guy hasn't done anything. But I'm just, but it's amazing. like the humbleness of these there, guys. Gabe. To your point, he wants to be yeah, there. Yeah. Like he wants to be in that house. Yeah. Like those guys don't want anything to do with that. Every NHL so. player said they <laughs> wouldn't do the ESPN body issue either. <laughs> they're all like no nah. they're like that's too much they're like that's just showing off too much like they they don't and one guy goes i'm not doing that he goes people would chirp me all the time like it's just so canadian camera it's like no no no, i'm not doing that like it's just really funny all right so this is great is it bad that the nhl doesn't punish for recreational drugs uh <laughs> only 14 percent said it's bad <laughs> Good, 24%, indifferent 62. This is pretty funny. So, um, yeah, NHL players are like, I don't care what anyone puts in their body. If you're not getting a competitive edge, I don't care. Uh, But this is great. 
He goes, I don't think people should be doing hard drugs, but I don't have a problem with marijuana and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best stuff. All of them. All of them are like, so then they ask, is cocaine a problem in the NHL? This is where I like spit out loud laughing on the on the, 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 the boat this morning. Uh um, is there a recreational drug use cocaine problem in the NHL? One guy says, in the off season or during the season? <laughs> <laughs> now that's great. That's what made me now laugh, Cap. Great. <laughs> get this though. There's a lot of them answered that. A lot of them answered. They, they, so one guy said, is there a problem? He said, in season or off season? And then it was like, great. Uh, um. Are, do you see people using cocaine during the season? <laughs> and, and guys are kind of vague about it. And then they all drop. He goes, no, it's extremely rare during the season. Uh, all right, here, here's one. You hear stories of people using cocaine, and it's kind of shocking. Man, I like this. Maybe in the summer, guys get into it a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, in yeah, other words, like, yeah, 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 we're all doing it in the summer, but yeah. not in, like, at the park. Right. I like when he goes, maybe 10, 20 years ago, you'd hear about these stories more often. Um, he goes, I've never been on a team where guys are doing it all the time. See, he didn't even say, like, I've never been on it. Like, all the time. Yeah, he didn't even say, I've never seen it. anyone do cocaine once in all my years in the NHL. I like when he says, I've never really been on a team where guys are doing it all the time. That's great. And another guy, another guy goes, well, you know, sometimes you go down the road and, you know, you party a bit. It's like, yeah, it happens. Here is great. You know, here's a, a one NHL player asked about cocaine use in the NHL. I don't think there's a problem compared to people outside the NHL. <laughs> it's probably about the same. <laughs> I guess some people like to party sometimes. <laughs> but is it a problem? Great. I like this. Is it a problem? How do you define the word problem? <laughs> Pro- problem. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's amazing. All right. Here's another guy. Honestly, I've been lucky enough that I've been on teams uh, where it's not really an issue. I've heard about it on some teams, though, where if they go out to a party and they have a day off and they're not playing the next day, maybe they'll do it. In other words, guys, like, there's a rampant flow problem in the NHL. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, these guys are like, well, I don't do it every night. And define problem. Is there a cocaine problem? One guy answered, in the season or off the season. Like, that's the wow. best. <laughs> There's another guy. Well, they're animals, says, these guys. He goes, he goes, no, we take our bodies very seriously. He goes, people don't do it that much. <laughs> that much. <laughs> Qualifiers. So Every what, answer's what, a qualifier. What do you think the definition is, guys, of that much? Like once a week? Yeah, you know, I think like, once a week. Is that... That much that means. Much listen, I, I don't want to throw any teams out of the bus, but I'm just going to say I'm willing to bet that the city, the team in the city that Cam lives in, when some of those young kids go out on Saturday night and they're not just going to the bathroom in the bathroom stall, Cam. No, they're not. No, no I'm, I'm willing to bet that there, that there's a lot of activity. Yeah, the to, the, the thing that holds holds the toilet paper with the silver uh, 
a platform, it, it's seen a lot of snow. Let's just say it, you it, notice it, the level blizzard. that every bathroom made that. It's almost like it's designed for that. Yeah, <laughs> of course it is. And also, of course also it tell, is. I go to I go to bathrooms now, and I look. I go, wow, they did a lot of cocaine there. It's a silver thing, and there's like big nuggets like stuck in like in the back of the hole there. Guys are going, you know what I mean? And it's crazy. They're leaving, like, I don't understand. The crackheads must just go in there, try to pick it out with, like, a Q-tip and smash it on the thing. And, yeah, no, there's a lot of activity, Gabe. You can also tell by the club that you go to, the the rampant uh, cocaine use. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't go to uh, very good establishments, but the the higher-ups, you see a, a, a lot more uh, garbage so uh, in the back there. Which, which city do you dread going to the most on the road during the season? 42%. I'd say uh, I'm going to go with Winnipeg because yep. it's cold. The peg. It's free. And I'm going to tell you something about Winnipeg, too. Portuguese Joe went there. He told me he came back. He said uh, it's like the murder capital of Canada. Like, it, it, it's certain areas there. Guys are, like, shanking you for, for loose change. Like, people think Winnipeg, like, it's a nice spot. Oh, it's stuff, a violent, man, dangerous city. It is rampant, and there's so many poor people there. Joe told me. It's actually the murder capital of Canada. That's what I just said. Yeah, yep. he's got like $500 packs of razors for like 50 bucks in bars. His guys are walking around with like stolen stuff off the truck, selling it to people in bars. He told me he got $500 worth of Gillette sensors for 50 bucks. So like, this is everybody's trying. These fuck. are the cities. 42% Winnipeg, 34% Buffalo, 10% Edmonton, oh, 4% bad. Calgary, 4% Ottawa, 4% Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina, 2% Columbus. But uh, something the Canadians aren't going to like, four of the seven teams that uh, people hate, uh, cities hate visiting are Canadian cities, all the cold ones. But listen to this, Winnipeg. This is an NHL player on Winnipeg. Hate going to Winnipeg. It's always cold. Tough rink to play in. It's just dirty. You walk around the city and you feel like you need to wash your face after going outside. There's nothing about that city that's exciting. Wow, that's cold. Man, you need to wash your face after you go for a walk outside. (laughs) Here's another guy. Winnipeg is just depressing. You don't even ever want to leave the hotel just to get a cup of coffee or anything. Um, here's one guy. I'm sure everyone's telling you that they hate Winnipeg. I love Winnipeg. There's stuff to do there. Uh, the arena is right beside the casino. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. He goes, I like going to the casino for a half hour or so. And he goes, what I like about Winnipeg, wherever you go, they always have TSN on TV. I can't get that where I play. It's funny, it's the opposite, Cam. Remember, T-Mac used to bitch, too much yeah. <laughs> uh, TSN, I want ESPN. <laughs> this guy's like, oh, good. Exactly. Uh, this other guy, Carolina. The arena's in the middle of nowhere. You hear about how there's good golf there, but it's not like I have time to play around round of golf on a day of the game. <laughs> Here's another guy. <laughs> Buffalo's brutal. I don't think anyone ever looks forward to going to Buffalo. Another guy, Buffalo is cold and dark. I have an eight-team uh, tr- no-trade list. Buffalo's on it. Hang in here, Cab. We'll get a couple of picks from Cab on the other side. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. 
If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800 439 7851. 800 439 7851. 800 439 7851. Uh, five o'clock. Although we got to most uh, most of it, Ken, you was talking about Buffalo. We we're talking about Buffalo on the way out. Um, yeah. And this, uh, and you know what? A couple of people didn't like Buffalo, but a lot of guys are defending it here. And sort of like Carlos stated, he goes, "I'm sure a lot of guys are ripping Buffalo, but uh, I like. I always get an unreal steak there." He goes, "You only really need one good restaurant in a town when you're visiting it." And he goes, "There's great steakhouse in, in Buffalo." Here's another guy. Buffalo never bothers me. I played for an Atlanta Division team. We were always in and out of Buffalo. Ton of decent little restaurants downtown. It's all you need. The hotels are always clean. Although once I did get uh, stuck in a jump set up in Buffalo on the street walking, uh, you know, those tracks. <laughs> uh, I like this guy. 
I always feel like we play in Edmonton in the middle of the winter. It sucks there. Uh, another guy, I'll say Columbus, mostly because I don't really hate anywhere else, but I don't remember anything. All right, here's one. Are you getting tired of gritty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he goes, yeah. I think he's getting a little too much attention, to be honest. I thought it would wear out by now. I really don't mind him, but it's just a lot. <laughs> That's what someone's saying. Like, True. Uh, here's another guy. He's hilarious. I love what he did to P.K. Subban the other night. I don't know if you saw that, guys, but P- it's gritty out of sight oh, with yeah. P.K. Subban that said Lindsey Vaughn can do better. <laughs> I don't know if mascots should be taking shots at guys' girlfriends and wives. Yeah, oh, they got they got gritty back, though, at a Halloween party. They were ripping him, too. Vaughn and uh, P.K. got gritty back. They trolled him. So, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's, 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 it's a little war fun. they got going on. All, all, yeah, good fun. Is, all right, so what's the picks tonight, Cam? Have you looked yet? I won't hold you to it. It's uh, early in the morning. Yeah, I like early. I don't like to lay the juice, but Vancouver. Uh, St. Louis was in Vancouver last night. They walked out to win. It's going to be a very tough place to play. The Rangers could bounce back. They're playing Detroit, right? But I don't want to lay the juice, so I might parlay the two in, the, in, in hockey tonight. We'll find something in college. Gabe Golf. Uh, they're in Turkey. Uh, the PGA's off this week. I like Matt Wallace at uh, 20 to 1. Uh, Justin Rose is the favorite at seven. He's not in great form, so I'm going to take a shot with, with Wallace, Thomas Peters at 35, and Nicholas Pastiabriva. Cole Sorts at 90 to one is my dog. Good stuff. Blow we'll have more. Turkey. We'll have more with uh, Cam, and uh, we'll get into uh, we'll get more into the NHL players poll. last night you find out the morning after let's do this thing all right we're in the level three here college basketball is back the college of football rankings are out nfl football we haven't done a line check let's check in with the lines here in the final hour uh you know i was frustrated last night with the college basketball uh, results somewhat uh, but um College football, we did all right, actually. We went three and one. Four picks, we went three and one. Um, full disclosure, though, we gave you guys Toledo, except it was crazy last night, Joe. That Toledo game, and you know what? The betting market was right because the number kept coming down, right? It was like it was six. It was five and a half. It was five. It was four. It was four and a half. And I was like, man, it's coming down. But by the time I went to the, the kiosk at FanDuel last night to bet it, it was all the way down to, like, uh, it was 170 on the money line. And I don't know why I had a gut instinct. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to money line this thing. There's something weird about this number. I'm going to run a money line. So Toledo won. I, uh, they won by two. Um, they got backdoored. I uh, I lost the over of that game. Uh, the under of that game. Stupid under. Lost the under. It was sailing over, and then it stopped, and it barely got there in the end. But I lost the under. But then I went 2-0. and oh. I had Ball State plus the points, which was nice. And that biz, that game, dude, I actually gave up on it, Joe, to go over the number. Mm. Like ball, the Ball State game, they were at like 45 points with like seven minutes left or something, and it was just a flurry of points to get it there. Gets over the number when it was all said and done, which is nice. And we had Ball State, so we went three and one in the MAC uh, last night, and we've got more action tonight with Miami of Ohio and Ohio, Joe. Yeah, strange game. I mean, the, the Toledo scores 28 points in the first half and then barely scores a touchdown in the second half and has to stop them on a two-point conversion in order to win the game. The whole thing was just extremely weird. Both of those games were 
Uh, at, there were three or four minute stretches in that game where they couldn't stop scoring. Now, I'm seeing a tweet here that somebody sent me. I was just talking about people were saying they don't like uh, Winnipeg in the NHL because it's so cold and everything. Oh, no. Somebody just sent me, like, the, the temperature in Alberta, and, you know, you can understand why. Like, even Canadian people don't like cold weather, right? Like, that's the biggest thing, too. That's why, you know, NHL teams in Canada haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1993. Nobody wants to play there. Like, even Canadians don't want to play there. That's the problem. All right, get on the grid. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was... Proven. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com. Call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. Andro400.com. Rainness! Make it rain. I think the Big 12 is probably going to be on the outside looking in. You got to hope Kansas State gets really hot and runs the table here. It ain't bad losing to Kansas State if they're a top 10 team. If the Pac-12 champ is not that impressive, then your Big 12 champ could hop them. To me, that's a bad spot Oklahoma's in. You're behind both teams in the Pac-12, Oregon and Utah. If both teams go into a Pac-12 championship game, how the hell is Oklahoma hopping them? Weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719. All right, morning after. 
Last uh, thing about the um, the uh, the Twitter the uh, the poll NHL poll uh, questionnaire from ESPN 50 NHL players. This is a good, interesting one, Joe. And I am Marenzi, Midtown Manhattan. Gabriel Marenzi, uh, Studio 34, Jordan Aries in Miami, Florida. So um, they asked, do you have a burner Twitter account? Uh, mm. NHL players answer. I guess you could call it a burner account, but I'm not using it like Kevin Durant or anything like that. I don't have any followers. I don't even uh, follow more than 20 people. I just usually search things on it. I just sort of follow golf people. That's how I get results for golf tournaments. <laughs> That's crazy. I have another guy. Uh, I have you go one guy. He goes, yeah, I have a Twitter account, but I've never tweeted from it. Um, he goes, uh, what do you call it? He goes, oh, yeah, my avatar is like an egg. I like what this guy, I like this guy, he says. He goes, I do have one. Uh, but he goes, I have one just to keep up on news and follow the media guys in our market to see what they're saying about me. He goes, I never respond, though. But he goes, I do have one to see what other people are saying about me. Say, this is like, it's 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 a little bit of everything. Like, people think, oh, yeah. athletes aren't. No, no, like, you're, you're human, guys. They're humans. Right? Like, even, like, I don't. I used to. I, I used to, like, you know, I'd put my name, oh, look what people are saying, you know, whatever. I really don't care now. Like, I really, 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 really don't. Like, I, I don't control my Wikipedia or any of this stuff. I don't care about the Internet. I really, like, I'm not that vain. I don't care. But some people are, right? And I get it. So it's like some players after. I used to know, Joe, I used to host, like, a Major League Baseball postgame show, and, I, I used to be able to tell, like, some guys would never, I don't even think they knew I hosted the show, some guys. You know what I mean? Like, some guys really just, <laughs> like, the Hispanic guys, they don't care. They're not listening yeah. to talk radio. You know what I'm saying? They don't care. Like, they, you're insignificant. Your opinion is, like, it's irrelevant to them. And there's other guys, yeah. Joe, that are, they're sport fans, right? So what do they listen mm-hmm. to? On the way home. They're listening to the post-game show. It's it's a little bit of both. Another thing is, too, I remember I used to get in trouble with the Montreal Canadiens all the time. And I wondered, I was like, I was like, man, how would, like, what are they doing? Like, how do they know everything that I say? Because I was thinking, it's not like the Canadiens. Like, you know, you would figure I'm not big enough. Like, I was just a dumb, like, whatever. I think, like, my opinion would not be big enough to rattle an organization that has 24 Stanley Cups. No, no, it's not true. <laughs> I it was. Like, I found out how it worked at earlier, guys. So I was in the room once, and I was eating, and some the guy pointed at someone, and it was like this sort of guy in his 20s, and he walked by, and they said, that's your guy. And I said, what do you mean? And they said, that guy's job is only to listen to you. Pretty crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I said, are you kidding me? And he goes, no. He goes, no, no. He goes, I because I, I got it from the inside. He goes, no, no. He's his job. He goes, his job is to monitor you and uh, a couple of other media people. And uh, he go, starts laughing and he goes, he gets paid to listen to you. So basically, and it's you know what it is, Joe. Though I know someone else that had the same job uh, for the city of Toronto, and it was the same thing. I knew my friend basically what she did was. Anything at all. Anything, Joe. Anything. 
that was said about the mayor of Toronto, she had to write down and report. Like wow. anything. So basically, like, she'd have to go onto the website, you know, go onto the internet and search every news story of the day. Every news clipping had to be cut out or paraphrased. All right, so, you know, Toronto Star says this. Globe and Mail, quote, you know what I mean? You're a bum. Whatever, like, it's everything. Um, talk radio. She'd have to monitor talk radio all day. Like, mm. literally. And write down, yes, you know, Joe Ranieri said that you're an idiot. You know, what station? Wow. Fantasy Sportsnet, Sports Grid said that, you know, Bloomberg is dumb, whatever. Like, everything is monitored, guys. Everything. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I had a MMA company take six months of my tweets once. I was like, why? Yeah. I was like, they don't care. And they were like, not only do they care, and they pulled out the list. They started reading off. So like four months ago, you said Connor's belt is a toy belt. Yeah, and? You know <laughs> what I mean? Well, they didn't like that. And? And I'm thinking to myself, like, what the hell, man? Is Dana White sitting there, like, watching my Twitter? The guy's got $800 million. Like, what do you care? What does he care? You know what I mean? <laughs> they do. Rich people are incredibly thin-skinned in vain, Joe. Like, they yes, are. they are. Like, you know what I mean? Not everybody, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, like, they are. So, it's just funnier that this guy admits. He goes, yeah, just to see what people are saying about me. Another guy, no, I'm not big on social media. Honestly, I wouldn't trust myself not to post stupid stuff. He goes, you see athletes and other sports get in trouble for uh, liking stuff. Yeah. He goes, I'm just going to stay away. Uh, another guy goes, it's not a hockey player thing to have a burner account. Uh, another guy goes, I wouldn't it's even not. know what to do with it. <laughs> no, hockey players aren't. It's mm. a diff- Hockey players are different, Joe. Like, they right. don't care about, like, the – they don't care about popularity. If, if you know what I mean. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, yeah. hockey players are the coolest of the cool of the athletes. Now, they're jerks. In my opinion, listen, I, I played so I know. But if you're a hockey player, you really have it very good. Like, out of all athletes, chicks like hockey players the most. Right? Like, chicks love hockey players. They're all puck bunnies. Chicks really like hockey players. You make a lot of money uh, playing in the NHL. Uh, not quite, you know, you're not making as much as the other leagues, but you're still, if you're a good player, you're still making 10, 12 million a year. There's not the same type of, you have anonymity. Like, it's, there's not the same pressure and stuff like that. Like, yeah, hockey, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but like, you know, we talked about that hockey players don't even want endorsement deals and stuff because they think that it's, um, they're, they're worried about what people will think about them. Like the hockey players, mm. they they are the most humble, like by far. Like you know, like I said earlier, you know, would you do a national Gatorade or like national brand deal? Thirty-six percent of players said no. I don't want the attention on myself. I don't want people thinking I'm better than me, better than them. Uh, I don't want to get chirped by everybody. You know, it's dude, it's a hockey thing. Like that's why they don't say anything in interviews. That's why they're the most boring. That's the thing with hockey players, too. In real life, a hockey player will be one of the cooler dudes to have a beer with. All right? Like, they're mm. they're, they're down to earth. They're, they're normal dudes, hockey players. Um, 
But when it comes to, like, media and stuff, these guys are plainer than white yogurt. Um, you know, like I said the other day, plainer than Mike Blewett's playlist, except Mike took offense to that. Mm. So, yeah, like, they don't say anything, hockey players. They're very they're, – they're the best at, like, being trained not to give locker room fodder. Um, look, look at hockey, man. They won't even admit, like, injuries. Like, they're the ones that came up with lower body injury, upper body injury, and, like, mm-hmm. everything is secretive in the hockey world. So, I actually believe it. I don't think NHL players are too busy having sex with hot chicks and uh, doing coke and drinking beer <laughs> uh, than they are to be, to be uh, bothered, yeah. Twitter burning. <laughs> like, really? Like, I actually believe them. I, I don't think NHL players care. I know I wouldn't care. Like I, I have one Twitter account. That's enough for me. There's enough a holes right. already on Twitter. I don't. I don't need more of them in my life. I don't need more Twitter accounts. God, it's the last thing I need. Oh, a lot of them. They've all been playing hockey since they're four years old, and they've been shipped away playing. You know, it's it's kind of hard to be uh, Johnny personable when you've been playing hockey since you're three, 12 months a year. Hockey players are like rock bands, man. They're living in their own little bubble. The NHL yeah. is like uh, one of the hottest selling tours in America that no one knows about. Selling out arenas every <laughs> night, making big money, and, you know, everyone cries about James yep. Harden and Kardashians. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 
Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. 800 That's 800-847-1183. All right, we mentioned it's called football game uh, tonight. Miami of Ohio and the Ohio Bobcats. Uh, Bobcats are minus seven. Uh, Red Hawks uh, plus uh, 225 on the money line. Ohio minus 285 on the money line. The total is 55. Some more maxion. Uh, but we promised an NFL line check, and as well, we're waiting for Joe uh Pisapia to uh to get uh set up. Uh, we got Thursday night football, Chargers and uh, the Raiders. Very big game actually. Playoff implications. The Raiders uh been through a real gauntlet this year. They haven't played a, a home game. Mm-hmm. What they there's two I waited on September 15th. Um, all right, so he's here. I'm just talking about this here, Joe and uh, Joe and Aaron. But you know, Gruden and they haven't played since um, September the 15th. They had to go to London. And oh, yeah, they dealt with the Antonio Brown stuff just days before the season starts. And here they are with a 500 record. Midway through the season, very impressive job done by Gruden and the players on the Raiders. And you know what? I actually, I didn't win $100,000 like Ricky Sanders last night, but I did uh, quadruple my money in a tournament playing football last week, DFS, uh, Joe, uh, with Derek Carr as my quarterback. Uh, This Charger-Raider game is a very big game for both teams. Uh, How you doing, Joe P.? I'm doing great, baby. And and yeah, it is a huge game. Uh, we always do this practice on my podcast of let's target who is the best under 500 team. And we did this just last week. And my vote was the Oakland Raiders. Now, it's tough because there weren't a lot of under 500 teams worth considering. But to me, they were by far the best one. And the schedule certainly allowed itself to be good. Last year, we did the same practice uh, on the podcast. And the pick was the Colts, who everybody forgets was actually two and five after uh, week seven last year. So this wow. Oakland Raider team is young. This Oakland Raider team, uh, I think, is buying into a Gruden selling. Cars played very well. The emergence of Waller has been great, but most importantly, the emergence of Josh Jacobs as a reliable focal point of the running game has been huge. And you're right, this game is huge for both teams. Uh, Russell Okung being back at tackle 
is a huge win for uh, Melvin Gordon and the fact that they actually gave him the ball 20 times. Imagine this, right? You let your best player on offense touch the ball 20 times and you win a football game. I know it's crazy, but it actually happened last week for the Chargers finally. You know, and you look at, uh, you know, yeah, you look at the Chargers. They're, they're used to this too. Here they are. They're, they've fought back. This is a game where the Raiders, like the Chargers, fell down. They're getting back up. And the char- the Raiders can just push them back down the, the hill right now again uh, with the win. Chargers playing some good football right now. This game's a real toss-up to me, guys. Like, I, it really is. You know, the Chargers have owned them as of late, but the Raiders are a real feisty team this year. And even that total 48, uh, I don't know if it's a track meet this game. I think it could be more division-based smash-mouth game, uh, guys. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Joe, I gotta, I, I'm, for me personally, go ahead, go ahead, Joe. No, no, I'm just curious. I mean, you look at the guys like the two quarterbacks in this game, Derek Carr, who I think everyone has stuck a fork in at, at least a dozen times every year. And yet Derek Carr quietly is is putting up some numbers that are pretty damn impressive. It's amazing what a quarterback can do with a coach. Yeah, it is. And also a quarterback, what he could do with consistency. And uh, it's amazing in a weird way, I know I kind of came in uh, late to the conversation here with some tech things, but it sounded like you were basically saying that the Antonio Brown nonsense almost kind of galvanized this group. And I think you can't also underlook the fact it's a very young group there in Oakland, too. I want to say a third of the ro- – they're the youngest team in the NFL, and almost a third of the roster is under 24 years old or under 25 years old, something insane like that. Yeah. And I think that really works for Gruden. I think that means everybody's buying in, and they're also not one to dwell on the loss and get down on themselves. And I'll tell you what, I think next year you're looking at a team, too, that I would imagine is going to either through free agency or through the draft attack wide receiver. They can add another respectable wide receiver with Tyrell Williams on the other side. It's a really good spot for them. I'll tell you what, the one thing that gives me pause here picking the Raiders is just how good that pass rush was last week for the Chargers, too. Let's not forget about how they just absolutely tied up Aaron Rodgers and knots. Bosa and Gordon being healthy just ran amok last week on a what grades out to be a very good Packer offensive line. So I think you still lean the Chargers in this one, but it is definitely tough. I'm looking uh, looking at the totals uh, this week. And, you know, Arizona and Tampa Bay got 51. People are going to be all over this one um, as far as, you know, stacking uh, stacking players. Arizona, Tampa Bay, uh, 51. And we also have a 51 with Atlanta and New Orleans. And we got some pretty low uh, totals on the board here, but... What's a game flying? What's in a, a game besides those two totals of 51 that you think there's going to be a ton of fantasy production in? Uh, I imagine a fair amount of fantasy production actually in the Packer game, too. Uh, usually you see a massive correction after a bad game like that from Aaron Rodgers. So my guess is him and the offensive line is going to be taken to task, I'm sure, by Aaron Rodgers and the coaching staff. They'll play better, but they also have to deal with McCaffrey in that game. And let's face it, uh, a Panthers uh defense uh and that is okay not great but certainly you're going to get a lot of cmc in that game and now kyle allen is going to be the guy the rest of the year with cam newton on ir but i would not be surprised to see that one get to be like a 31 28 kind of game either packers defense is good i think it was a little overrated after those first couple games especially now when we have perspective and look at the teams they played it certainly grades out that way a bit, but I would imagine Devontae adams bounces back i would imagine same thing with aaron jones and aaron Rodgers in this one as well 
What about the uh, the Cardinals and Buccaneers? I mean, the Buccaneers, all they do is score points and throw interceptions. But uh, what, what do you think of Arizona on the road in Tampa, too? Seems to be a pretty high total around that 50 number. It does, Joe. And it's funny because last week I was a little afraid of that Tampa number, but certainly we shouldn't have been. Uh, sometimes that chalk stuff, it looks really good and everything looks like it's supposed to be and it kind of underperforms. It did not last week. And the good thing with Tampa is it always seems to be the the gift that keeps on giving their inability to stop any passing game. Uh, look, the Cardinals aren't the greatest passing game in the world. I think you can make a case for just rolling out Kyler Murray by himself, even because you really just don't know bad game for Christian Kirk last week. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald has been underwhelming to say the least, but you got to imagine Kyler Murray is going to find a way to put up points on the other side too. Let's not dismiss just how good Mike Evans has been. I know the first two weeks were brutal, but it is time for everybody to wake up and realize Mike Evans is probably the number three fantasy wide receiver on the board right now. And that means you can go heavily with him and Winston in this game. It would be shocking for this one not to hit the total for me personally. I think this is definitely an over two. And you mentioned the other one, too, with New Orleans and Atlanta. Look, New Orleans at home, Drew Brees at home. That's what you want. As soon as he got back in, I know on the Sunday DFS show we were talking about fire him right back up because if Drew Brees is playing, that means he's healthy, and that means him. That means Michael Thomas, and if it's Latavius Murray again, certainly a good value for him still, especially on the FanDuel side. So I'm fine with going in on that. On the Falcon side, I'm a little concerned there just with the health of Matt Ryan. I think Hooper is the best piece to own in that game overall in terms of return on investment, especially considering tight end is just not that good. I'm surprised that Dan Quinn's still the coach of his football team right now. So is Dan Quinn. Yeah. Like you figured coming off thing, if there's ever a time to do it, then, you know, we assume he's getting the year right now, right? I mean, if, if they didn't. I guess you have to. I think yeah. Arthur Blank, you they know, didn't do that's it now. his thing. Arthur Blank's kind of a classy guy. Yeah, if they didn't do it now. Um, you know, I don't, I don't see them doing it uh, in the next couple house. of weeks. Yeah, I think Dimitrioff's gone. I on at the end of the year. You know, the Atlanta, to me, the Atlanta Falcons are, um, it's a, it's a good job. It's a choice job to get, actually. This team, they're not a one in seven team. They're, they're much better. They've got a ton of talent. I don't know how the wheels have fallen off as quickly as they have, uh, right now, but this is a team that could be in the playoffs next year. Right, but they're just going to need to shake things up uh, a little bit. So, people thought uh, that uh, it was going to be a different Cleveland Browns team uh, this year, Joe, uh, but it's not. And I saw some comparisons to uh, to Baker Mayfield's second year and Johnny Manziel's uh, second season. Now they get um, now they get the Buffalo Bills uh, this week. Not a great week uh, to try to get better if if you're struggling on offense, uh, Joe Pisapia. No, and I'll tell you what, Gabe, I was given the Browns every chance to start off the second half right last week against a rookie court. Well, I would not normally be starting Brandon Allen, and uh, they just completely crapped the bed. I mean, they were just absolutely dreadful yet again, and Chubb is terrific. I know they're getting Kareem Hunt back, but you face this Bills secondary. That is a tall task considering Baker Mayfield's having a hard time already looking for the right receiver and hitting the right guy. And now you're going to throw the Bills secondary against him, one of the hardest hitting in the league, one of the against, in my opinion. So I don't think this is a good look for him at all. And it'd be uh, basically another lost year for the Browns. And this one hurts more than normally because I think you had expectations if you were a Browns fan for the first time in a very long time. I think they were very high. And I think this hurts a lot more than going into the season with a an expectation of, well, we're going to be 2-14 yeah. again because we always see from the Browns. So this one really sticks in their crawl. 
Yeah, it's, life's easier if you know you suck and you have no chance, right? It's worse if you're, yeah, it's a big tease, <laughs> you know, right? Like, so speaking of which, Giants and Jets. What about this one? This is this turn. Does this sneaky turn into a track meet shootout, or is this just so bad it's going to be like a six-three game? It can't be. It's got to be points in this game. I think there's got to be points too because I think a lot. Both of these teams are kind of. You know, it's funny. I think the Jets are folding up first. The Giants are going out there, and yeah, they lost to the Cowboys, but they were in that game. They had a lot of opportunities to put the Cowboys away. Uh, I think early on when Dak threw that pick, if they had been able to turn that into a touchdown and not a field goal, I think it would have set a whole different tone in that game. I think ever since they were kind of playing catch up there. But for me, I definitely like uh, the Giants in this one. I think the Jets are in real trouble, and so is Adam Gase. Yeah, well, so so are the New England Patriots. Kissed my Joe Ranieri. <laughs> Joe P, the Patriot fan. Thank See you, you in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buffalo first there, uh, Exactly. Slaughter roll. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321-321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321-321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to moneynow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to Money MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? 
home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. All right, time to put your money where your mouth is. Start it tonight, in fact. Take a shot. Open yourself up a sports wagering account with FanDuel. It's New Jersey's largest sports book. If you head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid, you'll receive a free bet of up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. You got point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college or pro sports. You're in control. Head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open that new account. Claim your free wager of up to $500 and do it today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. A big comeback uh, last night for the Los Angeles Lakers. Wanted to get in on that. We were doing the show over at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And, uh, man, it got down by 19. Some pretty big odds on the board. I'm seeing a video here of LeBron James and... Whatever, it's all funny, and I don't have a problem with it. I'm not going to freak out, uh, but I do think there's somewhat of a double standard, and I've seen this firsthand. I've seen LeBron. People have been kicked out of Toronto before uh, for chirping at LeBron, and he does a little point, and you're gone and stuff, and whatever, dude. The guy thinks he runs the league. He thinks he's more powerful than, like, Adam Silver is. Um, that's just who he is. So, you know, whatever. Last night, there were some people chirping the bench of the uh, of, of the Lakers in Chicago. And LeBron looks over and says to a dude, your girl is embarrassed to be with you. All right. Whatever. But if you tell LeBron your wife's embarrassed to be with you, you're going to get kicked out. Right? Like, there's, I don't know, the NBA is, in, they're in a weird little area here, the NBA, as always, in which football is pretty much affected, Joe, that mm-hmm. you can pretty much say anything you want from the stands. Players don't hear you either. Right? I mean, players can hear you on the, on the sideline, on the bench area. And Kyle Turley's told me before that you, they do hear the stuff, like, from when they're on the sideline. Because it's funny, Turley was telling me once, uh, Priest Holmes fumbled. Priest Holmes, a running back, fumbled. And I guess people were saying, like, really over-the-top stuff to him. And he was telling me about how, like, the Chiefs offensive line had to refrain from basically going in the stands and beating the fans up. Their own fans. Right? Their own fans. So, listen, I get it, man. There's people are going to say really obnoxious things, and they're, they're jackasses, and they're hiding behind security and they, or they want to get punched by an athlete so they get sued. But I'm just saying if you're LeBron, you shouldn't be taking shots at people like that. Like, just ignore it if you're LeBron. Because if somebody starts talking about your wife and your mother and stuff, and in fact, they even put it in the the, 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 the guidelines. Remember, Sean, we were talking about it. It's in the, in the code of conduct. You're not allowed playing, and they put you go to an NBA game, put a thing in your seat, and it says you you can't say like uh, you can't talk about someone's mother. They actually put it in writing. 
<laughs> like, it's funny mm-hmm. they have to put out in writing for you. They're like, uh, yeah, yeah, you can't, like, you know, like personal insults about people's families and mom jokes and stuff. They don't want to piss the players off. But if you're LeBron, don't do it back then, right? Then there's this double standard of what? You get to chirp people and other people get kicked out? That, that's my beef there. I'm not going to attack LeBron for this. He played a hell of a game last night. Better than Anthony Davis, who I bet on the prop that freaking killed me. But, you know, it's a fine line between fan engagement. That's the thing with the NBA. That's what makes it so cool to go to an NBA game. You're that close, right? Like, I was courtside last week, and um, they could talk. Like, I told R.J. Barrett. I said, come on, bro. Your prop is 16 and a half points. You're at 14. And he sort of looked over, and he sort of had this little grin type thing. And when he hit it, he came right over to us. I was like, you did it. You did it. You did it. And he did the thing. Like, they hear. Like, I said to the ref once, let him effing play, ref. Ref sort of looked over and gave me a just sort of, he did not a dirty look, but he sort of acknowledged, hey, who just yelled at me? <laughs> like, one mm. thing I noticed, guys, though, when I was courtside, is how loud it is down there. Like, you have the squeaking of the shoes. Is it pretty loud? Um, the players talking to each other is kind of loud. And um, I realized that, like, because I was trying to yell stuff, and my voice was getting lost in the arena, Joe. Like, if you're a coach, it'd be freaking hard to get their attention. I remember last year it happened in which Popovich asked, how come he didn't call timeout in the playoffs? And he said, I tried. He said, I tried. Get credit to Denver. They were too loud. Um, it was in Denver. It was wherever the hell they were. He said it was too loud for us to do anything about it. They, I couldn't, like, uh, and it's, it's funny because I don't know if you noticed, the coach of the Nets now has signs, Joe, because he's not, he mm-hmm. doesn't want to yell. He's just doing, they're doing like the college football play, placards now. Makes sense. Makes total sense. Yeah, and LeBron should know better, too, because there was, uh, there was his career where him getting chirped from the stands would actually just destroy him like he was he he really wanted to be liked by everybody for a long period of time and anybody that chirped him it bothered him and now look at him now he's all grown up right he's a dad he's got kids and now he's making fun of people's wives and girlfriends amazing yeah you know and i like i said i don't i don't mind if lebron's taking shots with the fans and engaging with fans but it's the way he said it it's on video and it's just yep. i mean all right so that you say so you're trying to disrespect the guy with his girlfriend and stuff like how would you feel would you do that you know would you would be down with you and your wife type of stuff exactly but that's that's the double standard and listen i just say this as someone seen it firsthand i've seen raptor fans i get turf for mouthing off to lebron and nothing really all that offensive but you know he's ooh, it's lebron james i've always found it annoying that's the thing that bothers LeBron. I don't dislike the guy personally. I don't lose sleep over. People think, oh, you really don't like LeBron. I just don't like standing in the league. I don't. I don't. I don't. And Brian, you know, you're a LeBron guy uh, in the pit. Like, the thing is, I get it. He's very, 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 very good. All right. I don't know how many varies I could put. Mm. He's a great player. He's a great player. 
He's one of the best players of his generation, if you know what I mean, right there. Yet, this whole King stuff, and because you're really, really good doesn't make you the best. Like, he's not the best. And I'm not getting, I don't want to get into a basketball de- debate about it. But I'm talking about his arrogant level, his arrogance level. Like, Michael Jordan didn't run the league, Joe. Michael Jordan was in the league. Right. Michael Jordan didn't try to run the league. Michael Jordan didn't get coaches fired and try to get the commissioner to do this and that. Michael Jordan didn't coordinate trades with other teams. You know, Michael Jordan didn't quit, you know, with 18 games left in the season so he could do his TV show and uh, shoot uh, uh, Space Jam. Like, I'll go down the list of all these things. Like, even Jerry Krause said, they said, what about Michael? They said, no, Michael never once, like, asked for a player. Like, he never said, I don't want this guy or that guy. And you know it's true because there's a million stories about guys showing up at practice, their first practice, and Jordan being a jerk with them. Like, he didn't ask you to be there type thing. Like, I don't know where a king, like, LeBron gets off with this king stuff. Like, like mm. aren't you, like, we just talked about hockey players not even wanting to be in a Gatorade commercial because they don't want to bring attention to themselves. Like, if you're LeBron... Like, basically, it's like Justin Bieber, all right? It's like Bieber calling himself the king. It's like, all right, listen, Bieber, you have a bunch of dumb little kids that like you. Yes, you have $200 million. Yes, you are very successful. But you're not the king. Elvis Presley's the king. You're not the king. Like, you figure LeBron would get it and say, you know what? I'm not like this sort of king guy. But it's not just a nickname to him, Joe. Like, he believes it. Like, look, he writes Mm. it on his shoe himself. Like, it's just like, you know, (laughs) what LeBron says. Like, he's the face of the league or something. That's what bothers me about LeBron James, Joe. Not not his person, you know. It's basically how other people have anointed him the king when, you know, Mm. he's only won three effing times. Yeah, let us not forget, Michael didn't run the league. Uh, A guy named David Stern did, and there was no question about it. He was the king of the NBA. Michael was just a part of it. Uh, LeBron's got a guy right now he can run right over at any particular time, and we all know it, and he knows it. Yeah, I don't think he runs over Silver. I think Silver is a nicer nicer guy than Stern was. Stern was a dictator, right? So Stern 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 didn't care, like, but... Silver wants everyone. Silver doesn't want to upset the biggest star in the league. I get it, but I don't think I don't think um, I don't think that uh, Silver's a pushover for LeBron. I think the media is a pushover for LeBron. Like the NBA doesn't bend over backwards to LeBron. And in fact, during the China stuff, Silver was pretty. If you know, reading between the lines, Silver you know, was pretty distancing himself from LeBron after the fact, but it's it's the media and the fans, actually, that, oh, LeBron, LeBron, like, you know, look at Kobe. Kobe's better than LeBron was. Kobe's more dominant. Kobe won more. You know, Kobe tried to run the Lakers, but he didn't, like, try to run the league. That's my deal. Like, LeBron acts like he's the voice of the NBA when you're the voice for yourself and for Rich Paul players. 
Like, that's the thing. Like, LeBron is, you know, he, everything that's wrong with the NBA. Like, he started a lot of this crap uh, that we see in the NBA of the player being bigger than the team. And that's what LeBron feels that, you know what I mean? That, you know, he's, he's everything that he can do no wrong. And because he's the king, yet I just don't, I don't bow to this. I don't bow to this king. I don't acknowledge him as the king. I don't. I think Kawhi Leonard is the king of the NBA. And I think in a couple of years, whatever, even the, the ardent dumbasses out there will have no, no choice but to acknowledge it when Kawhi's got, you know, mm-hmm. four four titles or five titles or whatever and a bunch of MPPs and, you know, there's different to this stuff. LeBron's great. And I'm not criticizing LeBron on the court at all. LeBron is an awesome like, to me, he's a modern-day Magic Johnson. That's who he is. He's a modern-day Magic Johnson. He's awesome. LeBron is an awesome basketball player. But he's not the king of basketball. He's not, like, the, the all-time king of basketball, Joe. That's the thing that gets me the most about him. He's the all-time king of himself because, you know, it's uh, he's got his own little uh, he's got his own little crew going for sure. He's got his own little thing happening. Players bow to him. I'll tell you that. Well, players, they, well, <laughs> players want to be him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Players, players want to be him. You know, it's just like I. It's just, um, you know, he respects the game. I get it. I know maybe it's it's more of just if it's personal thing to me, but it really isn't. Like I said, I don't dislike him. Like like him in real life. I'm not like oh, I hate LeBron James. He's so annoying and. It's really the basketball stuff that gets me with this guy. It's the basketball persona, and the it's just it's a basketball thing. It's not personal. It really isn't. Trust me. There's guys I don't like for real in this world. One of them. All right, you have a lock for. Yeah, a lock for us on the way out. Yeah, I am. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no lock. One of those. One of those. Those max. Give me Ohio. Give me Ohio to win tonight. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? 
It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Joel Embiid's scoring average is fourth lowest against Utah to any team in the NBA and Rudy Gobert. He only scores 18 points a game when they play against Gobert uh, and the Jets. What's your take on this matchup tonight? Yeah, I just can't imagine if I'm spending for a superstar, it's going to be Joel Embiid. I mean, that tough individual matchup with Rudy Gobert, who's one of the best individual def- you know, defenders, and then you have the fact that they play at such a slow pace, and you just have so many alternatives. I mean, when you pay for a superstar, sure, there are times that guys in slower pace matchups can just be the entire offense and they go to them. But I would prefer to have some guys in some faster-paced games, and we're going to have some of those tonight. So I don't think Joel Embiid is a guy that I'm going to over-prioritize. I mean, I saw James Harden was against the Warriors. Uh, we've got some some other matchups. Carl Anthony Towns without the point guards, and I saw without the point guards last year, he averaged like seven fantasy points more per game, and he's just been on a whole new level this year. I mean, I don't mind eating the, you know— uh, superstar chalk like last night lebron james was close to 70 percent owned i want the guy with the highest score and i don't think the center you know heavily reliant on on being in the post against you know rudy gobert is going to be the answer there let me ask you ricky that are cheaper go ahead i was going to say like you don't mind a superstar chalk there's a difference in the nba isn't it to the nfl like the nfl it's like man i don't want to spend that type of money on this quarterback i'm not doing it the (laughs) nba is different isn't it where you know, remember a couple of years ago we we're talking. If you didn't have Westbrook, you know, you were screwed. It was one of those deals where it's like, yeah, it costs a lot of money, but he's getting a triple double every night. So if I don't have him, I'm really putting myself, you know, in a position. NBA is safer, isn't it, to spend the money on the stars than NFL? Yeah, I'm always more comfortable to differentiate because the NFL, like you think of it, these chalky receivers, they get like eight opportunities all game. You know, obviously the great ones get like 10 plus if they're being thrown to a lot. But in the NBA, if James Harden starts 0 for 5, 
there are games where he's still probably shooting the ball 20 times more than that. So, like, yeah, you may have mm. dodged the initial bullet, but you're far from done. And then you were talking about players like him, Luka Doncic. They're triple-double threats. They can rack up the defensive stats. They can give you the three-point bonus on DraftKings. They can do so many things. There's just so many more opportunities for them than there are for, for you know, NFL players. And, you know, there's just not as much yep. injury risk as well with, you know, getting hit every play. Talk radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. An interesting poll that doesn't ask how you're going to vote, but what you expect the results to be. 56% of respondents in this new national poll say they expect President.